Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. It has been a topsy-turvy year for skiers. First, there was too little snow. Then the snow finally came, lots of it, but it was quickly followed by ice and wind and downed trees and downed power lines. It all affected casual skiers and high school ski teams, which had to postpone the start of their season. About a week and a half ago, they could finally compete. I'm joined now by two of those athletes, Nora Isles and Liam Paul Freeman, our sophomores at Portland's Grant High School. Randy Hewitt is the head coach of the Eastside High School's ski team. That includes students from Grant and Cleveland and Franklin and other schools in the area. It's great to have all three of you on the show. Happy to be here. So, Randy, first, how did this team come to be? Oh, gosh. Um, In 2005, my daughter and I decided to resurrect a ski team at Grant High School that hadn't existed since 1978. Um, And I had previous racing experience as a kid and in college, so I knew enough of the ropes to ask enough questions to... Uh, get some, get our seedlings planted and get the team going. Why did you want to do that? I mean, and, and I'm curious how much it was connected to the enjoyment you got from racing yourself. Oh, yeah, that was easy. I, I loved ski racing as a kid, and it, it opened up a lot of doors for me as a kid growing up in a small mountain town in Colorado. Um and my family we all my wife my daughter and my son we all loved skiing and ski racing and so it was an easy step to decide to start a program where there was none Hmm. my understanding is that this team is a little different than a lot of other ones because it's not just one high school how does it work oh it's great we we have a an umbrella name for our team, the Eastside High School Ski Team. And, uh, you know, at first it, it evolved is what happened. At first it was just a few kids from Grant. Um, but then the following year we added a Cleveland student. And then the Cleveland program grew over the next few years. And we always had kind of an open door policy. If there's a skier at a school that needs, that wants to race, then our answer is sure, you can you can come under our umbrella and race no matter what school you go for. Hmm. Nora Isles, how did you decide to join this team? Well, growing up, I think I've been skiing since I was two and I've always really loved it. So when I heard about this opportunity to get to ski with the team in a community, I was really excited at the chance to meet people from other schools and that type of thing. So you've been skiing for almost all of your life. Had you raced before you joined this team? I did one race here in fifth grade, but I I didn't really feel the type of um, community that I feel on the east side team. So I, I didn't really continue it until I was able to do it with people that I knew and get to meet people from other schools, which was a really great experience. Hmm. Liam, what about you? Why did you join the team? Sort of a similar story. Um, 
I didn't grow up skiing. I started when I was maybe six or seven, and I'd never raced before, but I thought it'd be fun. I had some friends who were doing it, so we all decided to do it together, and I'm very glad that I did. It, 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 does this say something about skiers that, that someone could say that they didn't grow up skiing, they start, only started when they were six? Is, is that because you're around a lot of people like Nora who've been skiing since basically since they could walk? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Um, what's it like, Liam, to to train with students from other high schools, to take the bus with them, to have overnights, uh, to, to sort of be on the same team and sort of being com- sort of competing against folks from other schools. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's very different compared to other high school sports and other ski teams from other high schools. Right. I've met lots of friends from Cleveland and Franklin that I would have never interacted with if not for East Side ski team. And you become friends with them. Yeah. Hmm. Randy, I mentioned in my intro that it's been a really topsy turvy um, winter so far, weather-wise. Can you give us a sense Boy, for, for for the downs and the ups? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, a lot of our skiers are fairly new to racing, and so they need some fundamental training in order to figure out, you know, the, the ins and outs of racing. And this year, we didn't get any of that fundamental training time. Every Every activity that we planned in the month of December was canceled. And and then our first race was supposed to be Sunday, January 7th, and that was canceled. Uh, and then our second race was canceled. Um, there was enough snow that time, but that was canceled because of the, the blizzard. And so, so here we find ourselves in the third week of January trying to have our very first race with no training. So it was a bit of a circus. <laughs> Nora, what has that meant for you skiing-wise? What's it been like? It's definitely been a little crazy. I'm used to being able to go up on the mountain a lot earlier. I I specifically remember um, we were at Mount Hood Meadows, and one of the other lifts was completely stopped. And then the lift that I was on stopped, stopped because of the extreme weather and we were kind of worried if we were going to be able to get off it. It ended up going, but it's it just been kind of topsy-turvy. But hmm. I'm glad that it started now. And what? Uh, How did the first race go for you? The first race went pretty well for me. I think it was really fun to be able to... Um, I'm, I'm a lot better at one type of racing than the other, and that was the type that I was better at. And I think it was really fun to actually get into that not competitive spirit, but more of like just the racing spirit because you also talk not only to people from other schools, but from other teams when you get to do ski racing, which is something I really enjoy. What are the two kinds of races that you take part in? So we have um, GS races, which is Grant or Giant? Giant Slalom. Giant Slalom. You can and call it Grant have... Slalom if you want. That's, that seems allowed. <laughs> I might just start doing that. Um, and then we also have Slalom and GS um, has wider turns and it's quicker paced than slalom. You, uh, it has tighter turns and you're supposed to hit the poles with your, um, hit the like gates with your poles. Liam, what was it like for you to start racing? I mean, you, you, you've been skiing for a decade or so, but, but skiing seems really different. I mean, as your coach was saying from the mentality and the reality of, going as fast as you can against other people's times. 
I mean, the way I think of it, the way I've been taught to think about it is less about competing against other people and more about competing against yourself. Because you have, you have two races a day on very similar courses. And it's nice to be able to do better than what you think you can, you know, set your own expectations. Hmm. I did notice uh, I mean, that um, it seems really common for skiers to have faster times for the second run. Is it just that you're you, you're more used to what you're doing? You you have a better sense for how to how to attack the hill. Sort of. I mean, the course has changed slightly, but I mean, you might have a sense of the pitch of the hill, or you might just be more locked into the racing spirit. I don't hmm. know. If you're just tuning in, we're talking right now with two high school ski team members, Liam Palferman and Nora Isles are sophomores at Portland's Grant High School. Randy Hewitt is their coach. He is the head coach of the Eastside High School's ski team. Randy, the normal kickoff to the season is the Kelsey Hewitt Memorial Sportsmanship Race, named in honor of your daughter who died while skiing in 2015 at the age of, of 25. Can you tell us a little about her? Uh, I sure can. Um, she was a wonderful skier. She was, she had energy that she just brightened up the whole ski hill, the whole race arena with her positive energy. Um, she used to sing out loud when she skied. And I knew if she was singing that she was skiing well, hmm. or I knew if she was skiing well, she was singing. Um, so that's why, uh, having a memorial race that's really focused on being a celebration of skiing to really brighten the day, the season, the whole youthful career for these young people. If we can have a race that celebrates all that and call it Kelsey's race, then then we really call that a win. Does skiing, something that, that has brought you and your daughter so much joy in your lives, does it mean the same thing to you now as it did before you lost her? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Um, I do have a bit of, well, I call it scar tissue. I have a bit of scar tissue where something has been lost because it used to be entirely a free-spirited activity. Um, and now it's it's not entirely free-spirited because we lost her skiing. Um, on the other hand, uh, myself or my son and my wife, we could, and our friends, a lot of dear friends, we couldn't imagine not skiing. Uh, that Kelsey, if if she had a vote, she would definitely wish for us to continue our family tradition of skiing. And so we. We do, and we make the best of it, and we smile, and we have a good time together, and we wear we have stickers on our helmets and our skis that say, I ski for Kelsey. Hmm. What do you see as the most important things you do as a coach? Oh, my first role really is to serve as a mentor for these young people. You know, I, I see them as all shining stars, and it's really my job is to help them shine, is to be a leader that they can respect and trust and that they can rely on, you know. Um, my second role is to 
is to give them opportunity. You know, if I do my job as a coach, then I give them the opportunity to ski and to build friendships. And, and then probably the third role is to help them work on their skills to improve their skills so that they can become better racers and better skiers. And, and really I found that the better they get, the more they fall in love with the sport. And so if, if these young people are falling in love with the sport because of something I did, then boy, that that's another win. Hmm. What do you get out of coaching? Oh, I get the reward. Um, shoot, I've been pr- coaching for 19 years, and I still have students that I coached 19 years ago. And if they see me, they fling their arms around me and give me a hug, or they sometimes they tech me- text message me or send me pictures of their newborns. Um, it's it's really been a a positive relationship that I've built with a lot of these young people and their families. So um, I I benefit more than they do actually. Hmm. Nora, um, what has being on the ski team meant to you? I think um, a lot of what it's meant is the community, and I think I think I do feel a lot of the mentorship that Randy talked about, and I think it's. It's just been a great experience overall for me. And I I do spring and fall sports, but none of them are really the same as like going up on the ski bus and going on the overnights and just getting to be with those people who love the same things as you do. Liam, what about you? What have you taken away from your uh, season and a half with the ski team? I've made a lot more friends than I would have if I didn't do ski team like my friends from the different schools too. And um, I've truly just become a better skier. Skiing with people who are so much better than you, it makes you like improve faster. And our coaches are amazing. Liam, Nora, and Randy, thanks very much. And best of luck this season. Well, thank you, Dave. Liam Palferman and Nora Isles are both sophomores at Grant High School. Randy Hewitt is the head coach of the East Side High School's ski team. Tomorrow on the show, it's been a few weeks now since cold, ice, and wind battered Oregon, killing at least 15 people and bringing much of the state to a grinding halt. We're going to talk with officials from Lane and Multnomah counties and PGE about the lessons they learned from the storm and how they might apply them in the next natural disaster. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by... Stephen Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, Michael, Kristen, Andrew Kern, and Anna Sanford, 